What's up, everybody? This is Lavelle Hewitt, your host of Do It In The Dark, a podcast that focuses on introspection and accountability, how to pick yourself apart and put the pieces back together. So take this journey with me as we redefine who we are, how we got here, and move forward confidently toward the future. Do It In The Dark is an opinion-based podcast based on research, statistics, and my personal views. These comments are not represented by any political, religious, or government entities. The views expressed on this show are mine and mine alone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Do It In The Dark, a podcast on introspection and accountability. I am your host, Lavelle Hewitt, and this is episode three. Episode three. Thank you guys for taking this journey with us. We're glad to be here today. Today, we're talking about a topic very close to my heart. We're going to get jump right into it. Today, we're talking about get out of your own way. I don't know how many people have aspirations on doing something. And one of the things that is hardest for them to, to do is to make the decision to just go. Just go ahead and move forward in life with whatever that is. So many people are their own worst enemies. And it's harder for you to get out of your way up here. Most of it is mental, right? But it's harder for you to get out of your way than it is for you to be your own cheerleader and pull yourself up by your bootstraps day in, day out, and just get it done. So today we're going to talk about what that looks like, and hopefully we can shed some light on why we are our biggest critics. And I'll give you some tools, hopefully, as we talk about it from a business perspective to help you get out of your way and move forward with, with doing what you want to do. All right. So let's talk about it. Get out of your own way. I want to start from a psychological perspective. I want to give you the technical term of what we are dealing with. And then let's break it down from a more personable aspect. And then we'll talk about business specifically. And I'll give you some examples on how we can, how you can better deal with that and hopefully move you forward in life. So when you have thoughts about self-doubt, self-fear, it is a frame of thinking that has been constructed by you based on past experiences other people's experiences and low self-esteem about being able to do a certain something. So let's talk about what your thinking is. Cognitive psychology, which is the way we think, is the scientific study of the mind and the information we process. It concerns the way that we take in information from the outside world. How do we make sense of that information and process it for ourselves? for understanding and for, you know, eventually our behavior that follows what we just processed. One of the biggest issues that people run into is from a social perspective, we compare ourselves to other people and we measure ourselves based on the success that we see in them in a certain industry or if they're in a, a similar area of uh, expertise or business that we're in, we measure ourselves based on what we think those people are doing and their success rate. And we 
chop ourselves down according to their success versus where we think we should be from a success standpoint. And that's not fair. So some of the things that we need to do to change their thinking is to one, you can't compare yourself to other people. You don't know somebody else's journey. You really don't know if that person is doing what they love to do. And you truly don't know if they feel successful in whatever they're doing, right? At the end of the day, it's not your business, but because we are all inundated with social media everywhere from every aspect and every turn, we look at other people's lives in terms of what they post, the finished product, and we measure that, we measure ourselves based on other people's success. And that's a horrible thing to do. So how do we change our thinking? One, the best way to do it is to look at yourself introspectively and identify what is it that I'm looking for out of life? What am I looking for out of myself? What am I looking for out of business? And then zone in on the things that you need to do. And let's try to work on just those things. I want to tell you guys a quick story about myself. I am a serial entrepreneur, right? I've started businesses ever since I was probably 19, 20 years old, and I have a plethora of failed business ventures. One of the things I, I've learned along that journey is each time I started a business or had an idea of something I thought that would work, two things were going wrong. I wanted to start the business based on what I thought financially I could get from it. And then second, I wanted to do it because just the mindset of not working for other people thrust me in the, you know, thrust me into the arena of wanting to be in business for myself, but not fully understanding that being a business owner, there's steps, there's tools that you have to learn in order to be successful in that particular area of business. I just didn't want to work for somebody else. And those were the things that I, that I took away from it. So I started a business. I would start a business, start a business. But the failures are the things that really helped to shape me to figure out that each time I started a business, that business generated some level of revenue. So if it generates some level of revenue, I now can position my thinking to say, it didn't fail. But what was the lesson you learned from it and how do you do something better or do it better the next time you do it? The biggest takeaway for me is I learned the, the term benchmarking. Anytime you start a business, you need to not measure yourself, but measure your business according to the most successful companies that are in that industry. So many times we get caught up as business-minded people, entrepreneurs, we try to measure ourselves instead of scaling the business and measuring the business. And that's where I learned. And ultimately, my outcome of being successful in creating a, a business started to change. So let's talk about benchmarking and what benchmarking is. 
it is important to benchmark in business. Benchmarking is a tool that businesses use to compare the performance of their processes and products against businesses that are considered to be the best in that industry. Benchmarking allows a business to refine its practice, thus increasing its overall performance. So generally speaking, benchmarking can be broken down into three processing areas. So you have process benchmarking, you have performance benchmarking, and then a strategic benchmarking. So process benchmarking allows the business to better understand how the processes compare to the competitors in the industry. So with that knowledge, the business person can now redefine and say, okay, this is what works in this industry. I see it working because this company is successful at it. How can I make that work for my company? Right. And so that's what process benchmarking is. So secondly, there's performance benchmarking. With performance benchmarking, a company assesses its performance against other industry standards internally. What does your HR look like? How do you set outcomes that are related to employee performance, staff engagement, internal things about your company? How do you want your company to run? Those are the things from a performance standpoint that you look to sure up with your business. And then, of course, the third thing is strategic benchmarking. Strategic benchmarking takes what businesses have learned in the process and performance benchmark area, and it applies those insights to what your strategy should be. So whatever you learned about your competitors, the way that they process information, the way that they utilize that information, and then their performance metrics, you now want to take that information and develop a strategy for how you want to approach your company. That's how you benchmark. So I think I told you guys before in episode one, I'm a successful business owner in the healthcare industry. I own two. I'm a managing partner, not I own solely, but I'm a managing partner of two hospice companies, home hospice companies. What I did was before I even got involved and created a partnership to start the first company, I benchmarked in the industry. Who are the largest companies? What are the things that they're successful at? But not only did I look at their success rate, I looked at the the complaints about those larger companies. And what I found out is sometimes being the largest, biggest company, it doesn't provide you to have that close interaction with the families that most people truly look for. So I created a model for both of the companies that that I'm, I'm partners in and We don't do big box service. We do family oriented, making sure that mom and dad, whoever is on our service, feel like they're part of the family, right? And we want you to walk away with the experience that we were brought into your home and we treated you as if we were taking care of somebody in our family. That was it. And that's what I needed to focus my company on trying to grow within those measurements. And that to me brought brought about the success that I started to have. The hardest part about people being able to get out of their own way is the fear factor of what's on the other side of the expectations. What's on the other side of the expectations for success? 
What's on the other side of expectations of starting a business? What's on the other side of expectations of me thinking I'm good enough to do this in the first place? One of the biggest things that people think about is, am I really good enough to do this? Do I really have what it takes? And the answer is yes, you are good enough. You have what it takes. And the world is waiting for you to deliver what that message is. The world is waiting on you to give us your gift, share your gift with the world. And so I would encourage anybody that's struggling and in terms of being their biggest critic, use that motivation to challenge yourself and, and change your thinking. People say, oh, it's hard to do that. It's not hard. You have to want to do it. I read a quote to you guys a couple of episodes back, and the, the, the quote basically talked about most of us stay close to the suffering of life because we're so familiar with the struggle. We don't have to stay in familiar confines with struggling. We choose to stay there because that's what we are, we're comforted by what we, what we, what we experience in that struggle. Success does not breed failure. Success breeds opportunity if we're not afraid to take those steps to trying to be successful. And trust me, I, I get it. Self-fear is created by past experiences of what we consider to be failed opportunities where we really screwed something up. If you always feel like you're screwing it, screwing something up, then you're not going to move forward. You may start something, but you'll never finish. You may have an idea, but it never leaves your gut because you're too afraid that you're going to screw it up. So how do we surpass that? How do we get past the fear? Well, let's go back to cognitive thinking and the process of the, the outside environment. What you put into your mind is what you process and then your behavior follows that information. You have to change the environment that you're in. If you are around people who struggle and suffer, then that mindset will continue to be there, even in business. You have to change the environment of the type of people that you are around, and that energy will translate into successful behaviors that follow that model. One of my favorite movies is Apocalypto, a movie that came out in 2006. It uh, depicts a storyline about the Mayan Mayan tribe in like 1502. And so these Native American indigenous people were confronted with invaders taking over their land. There's one scene in particular that kind of encapsulates what I try to teach my, my sons and my daughters, but also what I take away when I'm, when I'm doing business. It's almost akin to the, the saying ignorance is bliss in, the, in a way, because what you don't know can't hurt you. But what you think about in terms of projecting and what you see can most definitely help you. So in the movie, they're in the, they're in the forest, in the rainforest, and they are approached by some refugees who just had their their village ransacked and, 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 and taken over by invaders. The 
The guy who was actually on the journey of finding his purpose, his name is Jaguarpaw, right? And his father, Flint Sky, is the tribe leader of the uh, tribe that is approached in the rainforest. So the refugees come upon them and they start talking to the leader, Flint Sky, and the guy's telling them, our village was just ransacked. You don't want to go that way. It was horrible, ravaging, bloom, bloom, bloom. But as he's talking, Flint Sky tells his son, Jaguar Parr, step away. I don't want you to hear this. I don't want you to entertain what is what this guy is saying. So the guy stops and he looks and he's like, okay, you may want to warn your son of what's coming on. Like, you need to tell him this is dangerous. But Flint Sky is adamant. I don't want him to hear the terror and the horror that you guys experience. You can tell me, but he's he can't hear it. So long story short, he conceals Jaguar Park from the horrific violation that this, these refugees just went through. And what he was doing was, in essence, preserving his mind so that he would be willing to accept whatever he had to do to save his family. By keeping that fear out of his mind about how bad it was for those people, Jaguar Paw was able to continue his journey and fulfill his mission to be who he was in the movie. I don't want to give too much away because it's a great movie. I know it came out in 2006, but it's a great movie. And the symbolism in the movie is, is really good for business people or people who are struggling with self-fear, self-doubt, and people who are constantly getting in their own way. This is a great movie to kind of put you on the journey of seeing what you don't know doesn't always kill you. It can actually be a help to you. So as I close, I want, I want you all to channel your inner Jaguar paw. Don't listen to the fears of other people's failed opportunities and failed businesses because you don't know what they didn't do or what they didn't prepare for and why their business, why their business has failed. What you do is stick to the task of what needs to happen for yourself. Surround yourself with positive people. Surround yourself with positive business aspirations. Then you benchmark to make sure that you are doing things the right way in that industry and the way that you strategically plan how you want your business to look and operate. And then you put away all fear and you go ahead and you go forward with it. Don't let anything deter you from starting whatever it is type of business company you want to start. Don't let anybody deter you. So as I close the day, I just want to bring that home. We are looking into ourselves and holding ourselves accountable for the fears that we project that are sometimes phobia lycophobia, I should say. They're lycophobia because we've created a false sense of fear that truly doesn't exist. And we do those, we, we create those based on other people's experiences of negative outcomes. It has nothing to do with us. Like, like, how can you be a failure with something you never even started yet? But because you're listening to other people and you're taking in how bad their experience was, you internalize it. And now you say, yeah, that's probably going to happen when I do it. Therefore, you don't do it at all. When you hear it out loud, it, it doesn't make sense. 
So it's time to get out of your way. And as we always say, you got to turn the lights off, go into a dark place in your mind, and it's time to do the work. So as I close today, I, I want you all to take stock in the fact that this is a podcast on introspection and accountability. Be truthful and honest with yourself. If there's something you want to do in life, don't be afraid to do it. If you need help doing it, there are ways and there are, there are avenues and, and, and people that will help you do it. Surround yourself with positive-minded people to help you get it done. But don't ever be afraid to stand in the dark, confront yourself, and take that challenge. I am your host, Lavelle Hewitt. Until next time, turn the lights off because the work begins in the dark. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Do It In The Dark with Lavelle Hewitt. Please subscribe and follow us on all social media platforms. Until then, turn the lights off because the work begins in the dark.